Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. As usual, let's just take a moment, release anything else that's going on in your in your emotions, your mind, your will, or even what you're doing with your body, if you're out doing something. If you can, just relax and and let God reveal himself to you. He's already doing that in, through your spirit to your soul. But we want our awareness to be engaged with who he is and what he's doing. And we're going to kind of start right there and and talk a little bit about something a little different than what we've been talking about, which is our solical abilities. We we don't want to put pressure on ourselves about anything, but especially about the things of knowing God. We're engaged in learning about our solical abilities and about anything as a part of something much bigger. And that much bigger thing is your life, your your time here on this earth. Your time here on this earth has many different facets to it. And we can look at every single one of those facets, every single one of those circumstances, your past, your present, your future, your strengths, your weaknesses, your highs, your lows, your mistakes, your triumphs, the people you know, the people who have passed from your life the things you've said that you wish you could take back, the things that you didn't say that you wish you had, your dreams, your aspirations, your imagination, your actions, the things you own, your friends, your family. These are all circumstances that God has created for you not to test you, but to give you the opportunity to experience something here on this earth that I'm not sure will be available in whatever comes next. So we don't want to overemphasize one area of our lives over another. And we, we have a tendency to do that. Very often we do that in order to avoid what God is doing in other areas of our lives. Sometimes it's just because we believe a lie that the more we can do for God, and that that's what we're here for is to do for God, but the more we can do for him, the more 
pleased he will be with us. And the truth is that he will never be more pleased with you than he is right now, regardless of your past, your present, or your future, because he loves you and you are in him. And everything that your soul is going through, everything that your soul will go through, everything that your soul has already gone through, has been structured by God for you. Think about the, the image that of the, the potter's wheel the two hands, the right hand and the left hand, the the good and the bad, the hard and the soft, the easy, the, the right hand of God and the left hand of God. It takes both. But also think about every little nuance, every little finger, every little pressure. In God's mind, he has the vision of who you are in your soul You're already there in your spirit, and your body's going to follow along afterwards. But he has an idea about what your soul will be like when it's restored to your spirit. And he's using all the pressure, all the nuance, and that wheel is spinning, and he knows exactly how he's in control of that wheel. He's in control of the clay. He's in control of how often he works on things. He's in control of the whole process. And we're the ones feeling the pressure. We feel the, the sometimes the spinning, the chaos. We don't know what we're, what's expected of us. And yet most of the time, the most help we can be is to just relax. And as we spend time with him, the goal is not necessarily to become more spiritual or help, or available to be used by God or, you know, uh, able to help other people, you know, ministry-wise. It's to be with him. On that spinning wheel, again, a lot of times we... Things, you know, if you're on a spinning wheel, you know, you used to have those, those um, I'm not sure, I, I don't think I've seen one in a long time on the playgrounds where you just sit there and somebody else spins it and you get dizzy. That's sometimes how our lives feel, is all we see is everything in a blur. And that's, that's fine with God. We, we, you know, we want to understand so we can control. So very often God won't let us understand. Because part of our soul being conformed to our spirit is that it's not in control. So over time, we develop a balance in our lives and we embrace that we're here for a time period, our life consists more 
than just devoting ourselves to being with God. Because everything in our lives is devotion to God. Driving to work is being with God. Playing with your kids, making dinner, flying on vacation, having an argument, those are all parts of God's purpose for you. And one of the things that we have a tendency to do is prioritize and say, this part of my life is more important than that part of my life. When God has said, no, every aspect, as you're spinning around, every aspect of your life is equally important. If one if that if there's an imbalance that potter is going to have to stop the wheel and fix the wheel to bring it back into balance we experience it as chaos and blur and we try to control pleasing god and we try to control this is what it looks like to be a christian and this is what ministry is and yet God is just, no, I've I'm, I'm got control of your life. I've got my two hands around every aspect of your life. I'm the one causing the chaos. I'm the one causing the blur. Just go along for the ride. So we have a tendency, and, and I just want to make sure we're not feeding into it by okay, we've got this big, huge new thing we're learning about our solical abilities and the supernatural realm. Well, whether you learn about your solical abilities or not, they're still there. And they're going to be there 10 years from now. They're going to be there 100 years from now. They're not going anywhere. Likewise, the supernatural realm, whether you understand the supernatural realm or not, doesn't matter because it's not going anywhere. Whether you understand it or not doesn't affect it. So we're not learning it so we can affect things, so we can change things. We learn it because it's part of what our soul is meant to be. And we've talked many times about asking God, is this something you want me to be paying attention to? This is not about achieving a level or a purpose or getting clear or being available for God to use us to affect the world. He doesn't need our help. He doesn't need your help. It's the opposite. He is there for you. He is the one changing you and conforming you, your soul, returning your soul into oneness with your spirit. So, again, it's about balance, and yet every circumstance is God working in your life, on your own behalf, on your behalf, not his. He's got all his needs met. And in your spirit, all your needs are met. 
So we don't want to ignore his activities in our lives in one area for the sake of what we may consider to be more spiritual or qualify as ministry or even doing something or spending time on something that pleases him. Instead, we we engage in every aspect of our life. We embrace the healing process, relationships, planning, imagining, physical activity. Living our life is what is pleasing to him and pleasing to our own spirit, whatever that means for you. But we don't disengage from our life in order to, quote, unquote, serve him. Now, what if I was to say, unless you are in ministry as an occupation, and we could talk a whole other, you know, ten episodes on that, being engaged in what many call ministry or supernatural spiritual activity or seeking God, let's say we just said it should be no more than 5% of your life's energy, not just your time but your thought your motivation, your goal, no more than 5% of your life. Does that bring relief? Does that bring guilt? Does that bring confusion? Do you think it should be a lot? That number should be a lot higher? Oh, we should all be 100% focused on what God is doing in our lives or somewhere in between. Should it be zero? Well, God's going to do what he's going to do. We can just hang in there. Instead, see that absolutely everything in your life, the people he has in your life, he has in your life. They're from him. They're gifts from him. And whatever they're doing in your life is his gift to you. And it's not to, not to make you a better Christian. It's so you can enjoy your life here. That doesn't mean it's all roses, it's all fun, it's all easy. Just going back to that potter's wheel. The formation of that, according to the image, whatever God has for that particular clay pot, that's just the beginning. You know, then there, then there's the, the refiner's fire. And then there's the actual use. We don't have to worry about any of that. He's going to do what he wants to do. But we can, even the hard things, we can embrace and accept and, and to an extent enjoy even the hard things. Because we know this is our life. It's you're experiencing negative things not because you did something wrong. Not because you missed his will. But because the rain falls on the just and the unjust. We we so much, you know, we want to avoid pain. And we want to 
think about raising children. This is, this is a big prevalent thing right now. So many parents want to help their children to the extent that they don't experience negative things in their life. When what they really should do is help them deal, train them to deal with the negative things in their lives. And that's God for you. He's, his goal is not to prevent negative things in your life, but to make you able to overcome those negative things, whether they're, you know, you know, there's a death in the family, and we think, well, I should have said this, I should have done that, should have taken them to the hospital sooner. You know, those are, we say, well, you know, life and death is permanent. Not really. That's just a phase in our existence. But we can embrace every aspect of every phase. And that's one of the things when we start to appreciate the long view of God, the long view of what he has in store for us. And we can experience his nature in whatever way he chooses it, however he chooses to reveal himself. Like we've been talking about coming up with your own homework. I suspect that some of you are are struggling with that and stumbling because you think the homework is, is going to fit under certain categories. It's going to be related to something you think, this is what my solical abilities look like and this is how they work. So the homework has to fit with that. When it may be totally, you may find God directing you towards something totally different. It could be about a changing your habit, about dealing with a memory, a wound, about extending forgiveness, about getting more involved in your community. It could be about anything. That's your homework. As your soul is restored to your spirit, your solical abilities will be energized automatically because there's more spirit flowing through your soul. So anything that contributes to your soul becoming more one with your spirit is your homework. Now God may be saying, I want you to learn how to raise someone from the dead. That's fine. But that should still only be part of your life. Now, then we can get into the whole concept of, and again using air quotes, full-time ministry. What does that mean? That means if your occupation... If that if that that's what you put on your tax form, is you're in full time ministry, you're a pastor or you know whatever, and that we could have a, a discussion about whether that's something that God ever imagined, that that's something God intended. 
Now that's where we are now, so we're not, again, and he controls all our circumstances. This is where we are. That may change. But that's not a separate life than the life you're leading. God doesn't go, God doesn't have any special honeys. He is not a respecter of persons. God loves, he loves you as much as he loves Billy Graham or John the Baptist or Abraham because he's God. He doesn't have lesser love. You know, he lo- he loves Satan. He loves Hitler. Because that's his nature. It has nothing to do with the receiver of his love. He doesn't have different varieties, different levels, different strengths, if you will, of his love. His love is his nature. It is who he is. And he expresses it by giving, by giving of his nature, giving his love, his understanding, his wisdom, who he is. He gives himself. You and I now also have that nature. He created this earth as a training ground, as a testing ground. Your life, he crafted. He handcrafted your life for you. Not so you can... You know, what's the, you know, God healed me in this area so I can go minister to others that are in the same circumstance. Well, he he may have you do that, but that's not the purpose of it. The purpose is always to bring you into oneness, spirit, soul, and body. For your benefit, for your sake, for your enjoyment. You know, think about the, the fruit of the spirit. They're all pretty desirable things, love, joy, peace, etc., those are desirable things that as we are healed, we enjoy life more. It's not a bigger burden. and It's not something we, your life shouldn't be something you're slogging through. Oh, if I can just make it to, to the end and, and the God will take me up in glory and I'll get to sit on a throne, etc. and have a crown. No. This is... This is a realm for enjoyment. That does again. It could be you can be in the middle of a war a war zone and experiencing that perfect peace. You can be in the middle of depression and be experiencing perfect wisdom and even joy. Because they're two different things. But God wants us engaged in every aspect of our lives. And to not say, this part of my life is for God and everything else is for me. Whether you want to say it's 5% or 10% or 50%, it's 0% and 100%. It's all your life. It's all God's opportunity, and therefore our opportunity to live 
and move and have our being as spirit beings that have a soul and a body. To live and move and have our being. To live. To to embrace the circumstances we're in. This is not about, again, slogging through, make, just barely making it through by the skin of our teeth and thinking that's what God wants. No. It's not about us working harder or serving him or accomplishing our, our, you know, a, a purpose. No. You've, you, are God, you are God's purpose. It's not about your purpose. It's about God's purpose. And his purpose for you is that you become one. And, you know, he's kind of like God, so he gets his way. One way or another, he's going to accomplish that healing in your soul. That truth overwhelming your beliefs, the the lies you believe. You know, we look back and we we see the mistakes we make and we see the, the things that were beyond our control that formed and shaped the way we, we are now, the way we react to life now. And we go, okay, now, if that hadn't happened, I'd be able to be have a much happier life. If I had been born into a different family, I'd have a much happier life. If I was born smarter, I'd have a much better job and have a much better life. And we look at all the different circumstances and we count them against ourselves. Rather than recognizing those are the fingers of God. Without our understanding, without our awareness, with with our feeling ourselves in chaos and out of control, those fingers of God are forming us according to the image he has for us and that your spirit has already become one a part of. Your spirit sees the same thing that God does and is saying, yes, let's go. This is going to be great. This is going to be fantastic. And he sees your end. Remember, he created time. And your spirit is already existing in eternity, in eternal life. And eternal life is not just more life. Eternal life is a quality, a character of God's love, of who he is. It's not just more of what you have here. You know, um, it's like saying, well, I sure hope heaven is better than earth. I sure hope whatever comes next is better than this. It's, it, we don't know. We, first of all, we don't know what comes next. I don't think God intends for us to know. He gives us glimpses of something, but we have no idea what that is. Likewise, you know, for, for better or for worse. But we do know that he's given us this gift of our lives here. And we so often 
rail against it. We want our past to be different. We want our present to be different. We want yesterday. We have regrets for for what we did five minutes ago. But God doesn't. God does not have any regrets on your behalf. He, He never goes, boy, she really screwed up everything. You know, she messed, when she was 16 years old, she messed up her, her, her whole entire life. I'm never going to be able to do anything with her. Or he got drunk and he had an accident and this is what happened in his life. And he's, I'm never going to be able to work with this. That's not his thought process at all. This is not his way. These are not his ways. This is what he says, my ways are not your ways. Lean not unto your own understanding. Don't bring your own misconceptions, your own beliefs into God's throne room. We, we talk in the beginning of each one of these shows to let God reveal himself. God reveals himself to you every single day, every single moment, Every single circumstance, he's revealing himself to you. Because the life you have right now is his life that he's allowing you to share for your benefit, for your good. Again, not that all your circumstances are going to be good, because it's the goodness of God that draws us, but it's the right hand and the left hand that form us. And we can trust that he knows what he's doing and that our end, whatever that end is, whether it's, again, in this lifetime or the next, we will rejoice. It will be good. It will be something we will say, it was worth it. Your spirit has already said that. And have an expectation that what God has for you, you will rejoice, even this very day. So thanks for tuning in. We'll be getting back together again the same time next week. Until then, this has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Have a great night. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.